0: Welcome to She Can and She Will. My name is Mary Ann Brown, also known as the Country Mop and I'm joined by my co-host, Lisa McAllister. We are moms, work-from-home experts, and queens at helping women take control of their lives and prosper in whatever their goals may be. In this show, you will learn from us and other women who kick butt in their lives how to be the best you you can be. So sit back and get ready for some fun. Yay, we're back. We're back. We're back. Yay. It, lo- <laughs> it seems like we've been, it's been forever since we spoke. You and I both had amazingly busy, busy weeks last week. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's so good when that happens, right? At the same time. Yeah, Just- yes. <laughs> traveling, traveling. So I traveled down into the Northern Virginia, D.C. area. Okay, usually now. I'm called the country mompreneur for a reason. I am a country person (laughs) and I've gone to the city. I've been to the city. I live in the city, but I always take the bus, take a cab, take an Uber, never drive. This time I was like, by the time I get to the airport and I might as well drive. Holy cow. There's like one spot where there's seven lanes going in each direction. By the time Uh, I got to the hotel, I was hyperventilating. That's overwhelming. A lot of traffic. (laughs) Like I know where you live is much busier, right?
1: Yeah, but we're very, they call it sprawl. So it's real spread out. There are places where there's a lot of lanes. um, Mm -hmm. And surprisingly, there's a lot of accidents on the highway. I don't know why that is, but, um, but yeah, like it it can be overwhelming for sure. But thank goodness our city is just
0: Um, like, if there's a lot of
1: lanes, there's just not a lot of buildings to make you feel trapped.
0: Right. Like Like it was just, oh, it was a lot. (laughs) So I went down there, I went down and did some events down in the DC area. It was fun. It was fun being down there. I went down, we went to Tyson's corner and I guess that's getting to be one of the biggest areas for like just commerce and stuff like that. We Mm -hmm. went to one place, I think it was called like Tyson's, I don't know, I don't want to say the name of it, Tyson's corner. It's a big shopping area and they had like Prada and Jimmy Choo. I didn't buy anything. But I looked at everything. <laughs> yeah. I love seeing all the name brand, fancy glittery things that I certainly can't afford, but really, really, really think are pretty.
1: Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I like to look at those places, but yes. yeah, from the window. Oh, yeah.
0: All the sex in the city kind of places that she used to go at. <laughs> oh, so cool. where is it that you went?
1: Uh, yeah, so I went back to Las Vegas, um, oh, totally yeah. different trip this time. So uh, less convention and um, definitely more, more shows. So it was a, uh, it was more. So of a tell me the movie. shows you went and saw. So we saw O and Love, um, which is a Beatles kind of tribute. And it was just the most amazing thing I've ever seen. It was so good. Um, and then O was like, I'm really into symbolism. So every single thing, I was like, what does that mean? What does that mean? I'm just trying to put the story mm-hmm. together in yeah. my head. And then afterwards... Um, I it just it, afterwards we just had to look it up like what is all this stuff like it was just whole journey of a of a you know boy becoming a man kind of and um, it was just the what the human body can do is so amazing and my body <laughs> does not certain, do any that.
0: It's a sort the type thing right? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah I've I don't know what one of those. Yeah
1: yeah we um I had been to like little shows in Florida <laughs> right right outside of Orlando they have like a Circusily shows in MGM, but they're like 15 mm-hmm. minutes and they climb up these things and they fall down and catch themselves. It's it's anxiety ridden for me. I can't handle <laughs> <doing> that. <laughs> but
0: Bravo. this is more
1: like a play, like it has storylines and oh, you that's know, really cool. Very entertaining. Yeah. Very that's cool. So very, fun. very cool. Yeah.
0: Very fun. Also, other fun things going on in my life. Like, I don't know if people have been following. We have, I have a country mompreneur Facebook page and on there, I've been posting some, our golden retriever had puppies that I think they're about six weeks old now. Oh and the, the mom's the golden retriever, dad's a pug. So first visualize that in your head <laughs> and how that happened. I don't want to try to explain, but, <laughs> but they're now at the age. Well, six weeks is about the age where they want to wander around the whole house. Yes. Okay. Nice but they also don't quite get potty training yet. Oh, so no. I get to play the fun game of, I smell something. Where is that <laughs> coming from? <laughs> I hope I do not step in whatever, wherever. Oh, no. it
1: that's when the game. baby gates come back out from the garage.
0: <laughs> I know. That's what I was contemplating. Cause they also find where the cats go to the bathroom. Very interesting. So I'm like, how can I block that? So the cats can still get to it and they can't get to it. so much. That goes in. It's like having children all over again. What the heck? Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Embrace it. Embrace it. You could be a, you could be a
1: a grandma, I don't know,
0: 10 I 10 know. to 20 years out. Puppy grand puppy grandma. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So today oh, yeah. we're gonna to talk to people about the pluses and minuses of working from home. You and by you and I have both been, I've been working from home for like 10 years now. How about you?
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah about as long I I think it, I took a trip back into the office for a few days a week and I could not handle it I just could yeah, not. I like, like why? Is, yeah like maybe like get around people a little bit but nope
0: yeah now when I think about the whole having to go back into an office I will do whatever I can not to but no it is <laughs> but there's no. a little
1: there's an adjustment period right like uh-huh. um because the pluses but there's also like you don't even expect like all the negative things to come out right when uh, right so
0: let's Let's kick off. I'll let you kick off with our very first plus. We'll do the pluses first, then we'll do the minus. Should we do the minuses first so that we end with the happier note? Oh, I yeah, love that idea. Let's do let's the minuses that. first. Then that, that okay. we can end on a happier note because there's a lot of minuses and they can be overcome. They're just something you have to consider.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I'll I'll start with the with my worst minus. Uh this is the hustling to find work. Um, and I have the hardest time closing. I'm not a closer. Um, I just want it to be a conversation that we have with people and figure out where we can fit together. Um, so that is my hardest uh, mm-hmm. minus is the hustling to find work.
0: And some people, especially when COVID came on, some people their jobs just put them to remote work, and so they've got that full time job already. But if you oh. if you're already working full time and you're considering changing into working remotely there is a whole process of trying to find those clients can be. Yeah. Important.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. And you nailed that down, Marianne, the whole, um, like where to find them and
0: yeah, uh, how to like, get in front of them. When I first started, I used the platform Upwork. I found that to be very, I mean, there's some pluses and minuses to Upwork too, which we could actually probably get into in another whole podcast, like just talking yeah. about platforms you could dig into, but just using platforms like that. Cause a lot of people say use LinkedIn. And find jobs on there. A lot of people apply to every job that's posted on there. It's so hard, though. It's
1: very true. I think when you and I were really on Upwork, there wasn't as many people with our skill sets. Mm-hmm. But that, at least that's what I I found. It, it yeah. doesn't seem like I get um, many hits there these days. But um, but you only need like one or two people to pay you really well and to get you um, yep, get you know you rolling. regular work and you're set. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, if you're working in an office, there's some in-office perks, like everybody will bring lunch in or, I don't know, I can't think of some other in-office perks. Hanging around and socializing in the break room, that'll sort of clicks into your next one is the whole hanging out and talking to people type situation. But yeah, there's sometimes there's perks to being in an office. That's for sure.
1: Yeah absolutely i would totally go along with that and along that same that same line of like you know people getting together and talking about birthdays and we're mm-hmm. going to get cake and stuff like that you can get very lonely it's just kind of you your team is on zoom if your laptop is closed your work is closed um and there's no water cooler to talk around. Uh, the meetings that you have are more agenda driven. You're not socializing and it's really not about like if if there is like you get on a meeting early, you might talk about what you did the weekend, you know, but it's mm-hmm. it's different and it's public and it's possibly recorded. Uh, so it's not as uh it's Hang not on. as
0: deep. Good chat. having that gossip which can be sort of good because like you don't have the catty gossip of some (laughs) things but you also don't have the the person that you hang out with and chit chat with at work i tend to talk to my dogs a lot more than's probably normal for a normal human (laughs) (laughs) oh and then so my next one is other people don't respect your time and when we say that we mean okay, so you've you've moved to working from home. So now that people know you're working from home, they think they can just stop in and, oh, you work from home. Let's hang out and have coffee. Let's go to lunch. And you're like, actually, I'm working. Just because I'm home doesn't mean I'm home. I'm actually yeah. working. And people don't respect that sometimes because they're not used to it. Yeah. Some people just don't understand the, especially being moms, they think, oh, well, you're a stay-at-home mom. They don't consider the fact that you're actually working.
1: Yeah. So. I, Yeah, you really have to protect your time like that. I have really struggled with that as well. So uh, another minus is the couch is like right there. Um, And I used to, um, especially when the kids were like a little bit younger, and maybe we weren't all sleeping on a regular schedule. uh, Mm -hmm. But I would take a nap in the daytime. And I justified it by like, okay, I'm going to be up late tonight to finish all this work. Um, But it really interrupts your day. So um, having the couch right there is not necessarily a bonus. I had to <laughs> safeguard my couch. I got the smallest, most uncomfortable couch I could find.
0: <laughs> that's smart. That yeah. smart. And then that's also that ties into mine, which is needing to self-motivate when you go into an office. And this, this is one of the things that when I talk to some people about what I do, and I say, you know, I work for my home office, they say, Oh, I could never do that. I have to go into an office to have that structure of I'm at work, I'm at home. And some people need to, you in order to be able to do this, you have to be able to say, okay, these are my hours. I've got to get the work done. Otherwise you will suddenly click on Real Housewives and, and lose three hours watching TV. So you have to keep yourself organized and motivated to move ahead. I mean, I'm driven by money. I can <laughs> I admit that. I like to make money. And so I will work my butt off to make that money. So you just have to find what's your motivation and, and push yourself that way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the other side of self-motivating is working in your in your house, you can see your undone chores and if that's something that would bother you, mm-hmm. uh, you are compelled to get up and finish those chores so that you stop looking at them or thinking about them. Um, so your self-motivation and drive needs to be really work focused during the work days. That's the only thing that's worked for me is like during this time and this time, I'm not moving from the, yeah, yeah. from the computer. If it's not work, I'm not doing it right now. Yeah.
0: And I've actually allowed myself a little bit, say I'm working nine to five, those are my work hours but I need to have some breaks. Otherwise, if you sit at your computer all day long, your back's going to kill you. I mean, even at, in your yeah. office. So I'll say, okay, every day around 11, I'll get up, throw some clothes in the laundry, do that, just to use it as an excuse to like stretch your legs and stuff. But don't get yourself, could get yourself also mm, tied into, cause I do, I feel like I've got an adult, onset ADD or something because I'll start to do the laundry Then the next thing oh the dishes should get done oh the, the, the. and I'm like doing 20 different things and didn't complete any of them so and I never used to do that so it was, it's probably better just like you said to not even do that honestly okay so let's let's move away from the negatives we got them over and done with yeah I'll we'll talk about the positives because this is why we love doing. Work. Ooh, okay. So the number one,
1: <laughs> the I'm number excited. one thing that you hear people talking about is, uh, is controlling your own schedule. You know, like you schedule your meetings. You can block off your calendar if you need to go to the dentist. You don't have to ask permission. You know that kind of stuff, um, which I think is a huge plus. It can be a negative if you're not self-controlled, but, um, but yeah, this is like a major factor for. Yeah,
0: this- this was yeah. a big selling point for me, for sure. And that goes into my next one with cutting the commute time. I would spend an hour each morning driving to and from, or an hour driving to, an hour driving home. So I cut that time, gave it, gave myself more time to work, and then I could better control my schedule because I'm an early riser. So I'll <laughs> get up at like 6 a.m. and start working. And then by the time it gets to be like two o'clock, I'm petering out and cutting out and doing my own thing. whereas. Most jobs, you can't say, oh, I'm an early riser. I'm going to start working at six a.m. Your hours nine to five. That's what you got work. Yeah. So it, it is sort of nice that you can. Or if I get a call and, oh, my son is sick. You can just run out and grab him and not have to request someone to recover for you or did a request time off. It, I like that. That's-
1: yeah, I do like that as well. Yeah. And having like the ability to just reschedule when you need to. Yeah. Like that's yeah. a major plus. Yeah. So you spend less money on lunches. Out. Uh, so, like, if you're in an office and you want to go get, I do not like to pack my own lunch. I will occasionally if if I'm like forced to, but if there's a cafe anywhere near where I'm working, I would much rather just. Yes, <laughs> you know they got fresher food. I don't have to make it. Uh, cooking stresses me out, um so I would spend quite a bit on on lunches, even if it was just super basic, like a side salad that I was eating, but. Um. So you get do you get to save a little bit.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. I've gotten in the habit of in the morning because I make every one of my house breakfast and lunch because my son, he's got dairy allergies and stuff. And he does. He's afraid of eating school lunch and getting a reaction aside. Understood. So I make him breakfast and lunch, my husband breakfast and lunch, me breakfast and lunch. So then I have that all done so I don't have to during the day go and try to hunt and find something for lunch. It's all ready for me to grab. So.
1: That's fascinating. Do you do that the night before or do you do that on Sundays?
0: Well, because I'm a 6 a.m. morning person. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I wake up like I don't know anyone else. I've I've done weekends where like I go hang out with my brother and his girlfriend. If nobody else wakes up like I wake up and I'm like all excited and happy. I go to wake up my son, he's like, crabby. I'm like, but it's the morning, it's gonna be a great day. Stop being happy around the <laughs> room <away. laughs>
1: Yeah. That is, whoa. I don't know how my life would change if I was an early riser. That sounds amazing.
0: Just always been, that. I grew up on a farm. It's all I can contribute it to because there's no other, I don't know why I, that's my only reason I could think of. So my next one is no favorite favoritism. And when I say that, it seems like most of the places that I've worked in the past, there's one or two people. It's never me. <laughs> that's like the office favorite to the boss and gets. It's special, whatever, it's whether it's extra time off on their lunch or, you know, gets to go and do the, I've never been, but I'm not really brown noser-y-ish type. <laughs> so that's probably, like I always thought, maybe, I, but it's hard. I, I'm just not, I don't have it in me to be a brown noser. I, I get along with everyone. Great. I'm a Google, oh, yeah. but I just don't kiss butt and thus never been the on the giving end of somebody's Favoritismness, and it's sort of annoying when you're in an office and working, and there's one person that gets to take like a two-hour lunch, and everybody else taking a one-hour lunch. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, you don't have to worry I about that. I think
1: that's because you are so good at getting things done. It's like this is unnecessary. Like, I don't want to spend two hours making you feel better about your day. Yeah. Like, all this other stuff needs to get done. Yeah, and exactly. those are the people who uh, who sometimes get rewarded or the. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Not getting things done, people. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, another huge bonus to this uh, working from home is that you can live anywhere and you can work from anywhere that has Wi Fi, usually. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, Marianne and I were just off last week and I was, it was more like a vacation, but I could still work in the morning. Oh. I worked, all, you know, in the morning and it was awesome. It was amazing. Um, and I, I really like the ability to, uh, just get up and travel which is travel in the middle of the night and you're there in the daytime and um and you can just kind of get your stuff done. Um, so that, I mean, life, you want to be able to have like a routine and get into a schedule and get things going exactly the way that you planned it out, but life just happens. And Mm -hmm. sometimes you have to go in another place or out in the country or to another state that happens to me actually a lot. Um, but, uh, but the ability to like, just bring my phone and use it as a hotspot Mm -hmm. and work from wherever I need to be is inconvenient sometimes, but it's doable. Whereas if you were in an office, that would not necessarily be doable.
0: And I know there's some people, I always thought it would be fun. I've got a family and stuff. So it's not an option now, but back in the day, I I would have thought it would have been fun if I had done this back when I was single and younger. There's people that are traveling. What are they traveling? Nomads or whatever. They work from anywhere. That's That's what they do is they, they travel and work and you're, and you're totally able to do that. You just work from a camper and just travel the world. And
1: a few years ago, I think that was just like travel bloggers. But now it's like everyone. So much. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like we could totally if we didn't have the commitments of families and kids and everything, we could totally do what we do. I could do it anywhere. I mean, okay. I have able to get more done. This is a plus, this is a minus. This can be both. So you can get a lot more done. There was a point when I first started doing this, I was working like 12 hour days because I was like, I can. So you can get so much more done if you want to. That's what you get. Christmas time, like the months leading up to Christmas, I put in mad hours and take on as much as I can because I want all that money so I can spend for Christmas then also like February's ish. And also in like July, you want to do stuff with your family. You can sort of Peter out and, and do, do less. So
1: I think you and I were both uh, kind of burning the candle at both ends. When we first met, it was, uh, mm-hmm. I don't ever want to do that again. Yeah. Yeah. Family first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> manage your, manage what's, what's coming in as well. Like manage those hours. Those are important. It's easy to pivot. That's another plus. So the focus that I've I've had or the work that I've done. And I I know it's the same for you, right? Mm -hmm. Like the work that you focus on or that you're pitching to new potential clients can pivot based on demand or based on your interest, Mm -hmm. right? You want to get into a new area. You just go into a new area, you know, but
0: I like, I like this one actually. Cause when I first started doing this because I came from a news radio background, a media marketing background, but it was marketing before it was social media. (laughs) Like my education was pre-social media marketing. And then (laughs) I sort of moved into social media, but I was working before I started doing this, I was working as an executive assistant for someone. So basically like a secretary. So when I first started doing this, I was just taking basic virtual assistant jobs because I didn't really know what I could do. And then yes. I started looking around and seeing the other jobs. And really, I've self taught myself three quarters of what I know just by like watching YouTube videos and taking certification courses online. Oh, yeah. So- and that's, yeah. super, that's, what's really great about this is if you're like, you know what, I want to learn more about posting on Instagram and being a, a Instagram social media manager Teach yourself how to do it. And then
1: there is something really magical about that, that BA niche, which is like, it's so broad and based mm-hmm. on like your client, like you start landing clients and based on what they're having you do, your interest might totally change. You might just be like, I only want to do social media. This is yeah. so much fun, you know? Um, but yeah it's a it's a great like uh what are those like core classes you have in college right like you've got those and you've got electives like BA oh, yeah. is like an elective like you just kind mm-hmm. of figure it out
0: it seems like every client you work for has you do something a little bit different so then you learn yeah. a new new skill to add to your your abilities, which is really cool too
1: exactly yeah
0: yeah Mm-hmm. All right. So this is great. We do have an awesome interview coming up on Thursday. I can't wait for you guys to hear. I'm so ooh, excited. Who is it?
1: Can't
0: tell. It's a ooh, secret. Ooh,
1: ooh. <laughs> well, that's exciting.
0: gonna <laughs> be fun. Okay. But, so we want you guys to make sure you subscribe to our podcast, whether you're joining us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, follow us on Instagram or Facebook. We're at Country Mompreneur. Podcast with your friends. <laughs> and any women you you know that may want a little extra inspiration in their day.
1: Have the best day ever and stay in control.
0: Thank you for listening. For more information, join us at thepmagency.com.